Today's Torah is dedicated by Pam Kat in honor of the miraculous Rafua, the healing of her dear son, Hanan Baruch ben Pnina Leah. May he continue to heal completely and may he be blessed in all things physical and spiritual, and mostly that he should see that they are one. One of the most important principles and fundamentals of Judaism as expanded not just in Hasidus but in all the holy books is that although, of course, God could have created the world perfect, He left it up to us to perfect it, to make us partners in creation. And the same thing applies not just with the world, but the fact that the world has to become God's temple, the Indian of a Beis Hamikdash, the Indian of a Mishkan, a tabernacle, a dwelling place for God, which is what's spoken about at such length in this week's Parsha. That also God could have made it Himself. But yet he leaves it up to us, Vaasuli Migdash, that you should make for me a sanctuary. We should make the tabernacle, the Mishkan, the Besa Migdash, a temple, a house, a vehicle for God's presence to be. And of course, we extrapolate from this to our lives, that if we ask, why does God make it that we have to put in so much effort? Why doesn't he make our life fixed? Why do we have to fix our lives, etc.? God helps those who help themselves, or in the language of Torah, if only if we make a vessel, we make a shtadlus, we put in our, our own effort, then will God bless us with success. But why? Why did God wait for man to do it? And the answer is that that's the purpose of creation. The whole purpose of creation is that we should be the ones bringing God into us, into the world, into the Beis Amigdash, into the temple, into the Mishkan. Because God wanted us to truly be vessels, to be kalim, to be able to receive the revelation of Hashem. You know, at Sinai, when God descended without man's, I mean, we counted the Omer, but we weren't vessels to be able to receive God's infinite presence, and therefore our souls left our bodies. To be able to really, just like a child, for a child to be able to walk, it's not when the parent holds his hand, it's when the child is able to walk without anyone holding his hand. Hand. Then he's a real walker. If he needs somebody to hold his hand, and as soon as you let go, the kid's going to fall, then he doesn't know how to walk yet. God wants us to know how to walk, to walk through life, to walk through the world. Therefore, only by making ourselves into tabernacles, only by turning ourselves into vessels for God to dwell, can we become places for God to dwell. But the question is, if all this is true... Then what about the third Beis HaMikdash, the third temple that we're waiting for? If one of the most fundamental ideas in Judaism is that when it comes to serving Hashem and when it comes to our own lives, Hashem helps us when we make a vessel, when we help ourselves, when we try to do what we can to make ourselves vessels and dwelling places for God. But when it comes to the third temple, we know that according to most commentaries, and this is the way most Jews believe, even though there are those that argue, but Rashi and many, many others, we believe that the third temple is going to come down straight from heaven. That the third Beis Amigdash, the Bayis Shlishi, the third temple, is going to come down already built from heaven. But the question is, Hasidus asks, the Holy Books asks, I thought the whole purpose is that we should do it, that we should be God's partners in creation. So why will it be that the ultimate temple, the third temple, which is going to last forever, that's going to be the one that's going to descend ready-made from heaven, made by God? And the Holy Books explain that 
although it's going to descend ready from heaven, it's not just made by God. You see, you ever wonder, this week's parsha, there's probably no other place in all of Torah where there are so many psukim, tedious details and verses. You know, when you sit and listen to this week's parsha in shul, or you learn it on your own, it seems to be so repetitive. But when you have the yesoid, when you have the fundamental approach of chasidus, that every word of Torah is a revelation of God, a revelation of God in His essence, and what allows us to reveal God in our life, we understand that the details, all the many, many details of this parsha, the many psukim, the verses are the details and the stages of on life's way and the different aspects and details of our lives metaphysically, mysteriously, in the deepest way. Every single word about how to build the Mishkan and Tabernacle is the story of how we're supposed to rectify our lives. And it's not revealed to us because Hashem wants us to do it. But you understand that that very deep connection between us and the temple, because again, the whole Beis Hamikdash, the general temple, is what facilitates specifically individually that each and every one of us is going to able be able to make ourselves into a temple for God. And metaphysically and mysteriously, the many myriad details of how to build the temple is how to build our lives and what we have to every single day be working on and how to try to get closer to Hashem, even though sometimes life could be so formidable and challenging. But the holy books explain that that's how we're building the third temple. We're not building the third temple by sowing and and making, you know, the 39 labors like they did in the desert or in Jerusalem when they actually had to lay the mortar and the bricks. The third temple is made by the days of our lives, by the stories of our lives, by the verses and the words and the many details of our lives that we all have to go through life in such so many times in difficult ways. Like the Baal Shem Tov taught, we learned yesterday, Shema Shema Meshatken, I say that so many times we've tried to connect to Hashem in different ways and we've tried to do things in life. We've had days and months and years in life that we wonder, what was the purpose of it? Was God there when I tried to do all these things in life, when uh, when I tried to make my life work that time, when I tried yesterday and I tried last year? The Baal Shem Tov said, don't repeat the Shema. You're not allowed to say the word of Shema twice. You have to have a muna faith that Hashem is with you always. And the many details of the story of your life, the details in this week's parsha, Vayakel Pekudei, in all these psukim, all these details, all the days of your life are necessary to bring about, to build and bring about the third temple. And that's why it's going to last forever. Because as opposed to the other temples and the Mishkan that were built by physical objects, the third temple is built by our struggle every single day to live a life even in difficult times even when we find it sometimes so hard to try to serve Hashem and then have the amuna that when I did try, Hashem was there. When I said Shema the first time, Hashem was there. The Baal Shem Tov said, you have to have that amuna that as long as you're sincere and you're trying to connect to Hashem, you are. And you're building the third temple, and that's why the third temple is going to last forever. And that's the deep, deep meaning of this week's Parsha.